Hello, and welcome to another episode of Your Message Podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you seven things that I have learned in my first year of motherhood. This past Saturday, Beckley hit a year, which is a little crazy to believe. It's a little hard to realize that, oh my goodness, a year has already passed. Um, It's given me a little bit of perspective into what people mean by it goes so fast because I do the math and I'm like, oh my word, this first year went so quickly. I know it's only going to go faster and faster. I need to take in every moment while I can. So that kind of spurred on creating this podcast episode. I felt like there are so many things that I have learned in this first year of motherhood. And I thought I would pick a few of my favorite things, a few that might be especially helpful for others and share them with you in this podcast episode. So if this is something that seems interesting to you, then just keep on listening. Hi friend, and welcome to the message podcast. I'm your host, Katie Graham, a wedding photographer and lifestyle blogger who just launched my own magazine, your message mag. I'm determined to help women just like you lean into the messes of their lives and find the message they have to share. Here we believe that secrecy helps no one, but transparency and vulnerability have the potential to help many. Get ready for some encouragement to be inspired and to be given all the tools you need to share the unique message you have to share with those who need to hear it most. This is The Message Podcast. I always knew emails were important for running a successful business, but there was one catch that kept driving me crazy. I didn't know how to make them look eye-catching or on-brand. I didn't know a thing about code or web development, so I assumed I'd have to hire a designer if I wanted beautiful, high-converting emails, which, to be frank, simply wasn't in my budget. I felt at a loss, but then I was introduced to Flowdesk. Flowdesk is an email marketing platform that makes creating beautiful, on-brand, high-converting emails easy. I'm now able to create and send out beautiful on-brand emails in 10 minutes or less. Plus, Flowdesk has a great tool for scheduling out emails in advance, which means I can set it and forget it, which is perfect for my business schedule of being a full-time mom and running two businesses. Try Flowdesk today to start killing the email game. Go to katielaurengram.com slash Flowdesk for 50% off your subscription price for life. Again, for 50% off your subscription price for life, go to katielaurengram.com com slash flowdesk f-l-o-d-e-s-k i will also have the link in my show notes so today i'm going to be sharing with you seven things that i have learned in my first year of motherhood and the first is that there is more than one way to do anything (laughs) um i know that it can very easily feel like there's only one correct way to do a task and something i have learned in motherhood is that that is 100 not true there are so many different ways for you to do just about anything um to do the laundry everyone has a different method. Feeding your baby, everyone's going to have a different opinion, and there are so many options available that are all totally healthy. Changing your baby's diaper or just diapering in general, there are so many different brands and different types of wipes and whether you're going to do the cloth or disposable, what type of diaper genie you use. There are so many different ways to go about anything from mundane to big when it comes to parenthood. And as soon as I realized that and I gave myself permission to just do what felt right for me and for Jackson and for Beckley, that gave me so much more peace about it rather than looking at what, say, perhaps one of my friends was doing for their baby or what somebody online had said that they were doing. Recognize that there are so many ways to do it and just focus on what feels right for you and your family. 
Another thing that I learned in my first year of motherhood is that mothers are superhuman. Oh my word. And I am not saying this to like boast about myself. <laughs> I am saying this because as soon as I became a mother, I went through birthing a child. I went through the newborn phase and I've been going through each stage subsequently. I have had my, my respect for mothers has increased tenfold. I look at them and I think, oh my word, you women are incredible. Like everyone who has birthed a child has gone through childbirth, which in and of itself is a superhuman feat. If you've gone through the newborn phase, my respect for you is very high because that's a difficult phase. I just have had this newfound respect for mothers point blank. And that is something that I am very thankful for. I now look at my my own mom in a totally different light than I used to. So that's another thing I've learned is that mothers, they're superhuman, just amazing humans. The third thing that I've learned in my first year of motherhood is that you can absolutely still have a career while being a stay-at-home mom. I know that this is something that you might hear a lot is that, um, well, I feel like we don't hear it quite as often anymore as we used to, which is a good thing. But I remember growing up and it was a lot of, um, if you were a stay-at-home mom, you did not have a career. You were a mom 100% of your time, and that was what you did. Whereas now, I've come to learn that, yes, I am a mom most of the time, but I still definitely have a career happening while I'm being a mom. Now, that being said, is it easy to have a career while being a stay-at-home mom? No, definitely not. In fact, I have a whole past podcast episode dedicated to this subject of what it is like to be a stay-at-home mom and have a career to be a work-from-home mom. I've got a whole past podcast episode on that. So if you want to hear more of my thoughts on this particular point, then go listen to that podcast episode. Um, I get quite vulnerable and real with you there. Um, but that is something that I'm, I have learned in this first year of motherhood is that you can absolutely still have a career while being a stay-at-home mom. One does not mean that the other cannot happen. They can coexist. They can work beautifully together. Um, and yeah, I've talked a lot about this in a past podcast episode, so go listen to that one if you're interested. The fourth thing that I learned, which was more of a tough pill to swallow for me, is that motherhood or certain aspects of motherhood might not come naturally and that's okay. I was under the misconception that when I became a mom, everything would just click naturally. Um, the parts that seemed a little less desirable would just, like, as soon as I had my baby, all of a sudden, all of that um, undesire would just disappear, that I would just be thrilled, and it would just all come naturally and beautifully. And that's, that's not the case. Um, there are certain aspects of motherhood that are very difficult for me and a real challenge for me. Um, and I, I talk to other moms and, you know, those aren't a challenge for them. But then there are other areas that are absolutely a challenge for them where it's not so much of a challenge for me. And so I, th I think that this rings true for just about every woman, if not every woman. Um, there are certain parts of motherhood that might not come naturally. They are probably a challenge for you or a discouragement or something that you really wish that you could just overcome. It doesn't come easily. And 
that's okay. Obviously, do what you can to overcome whatever those pitfalls are or challenges are. Like, do what you can to be the best mother you can possibly be, but also recognize that you don't have to feel guilty for struggling in the first place. It's totally okay if you have a pitfall because honestly, that's just the nature of the world we live in. We live in a world that has attacked by sin on a regular basis and this is where my faith is going to show but we live in a broken world because of sin and so we cannot expect things to be perfect or to be flawless or to go easily because honestly that's not what's going to happen as long as sin is a part of our world our world um i just said that so funny like our world our world um so it's totally okay that you might have struggles or that something doesn't come naturally or as naturally as you would have liked it to have been. Obviously do what you can to overcome it, but don't make yourself feel guilty for something that you don't have control over as a starting point, as a default. Number five, something that I learned is that support and asking for help is totally acceptable. In fact, I would completely encourage it. Um, We need to be more comfortable with asking for help and looking for that support amongst one another. I am so thankful that I have a good group of friends around me where if I'm having a week where I need some help or I need some time with someone or just some more support, I have that around me. I've got great family and great friends and I've actively sought that out and I have taken advantage of that. And I would highly encourage any mother out there to do the same. Do not let yourself talk yourself into saying like, I don't need the help or I don't want to inconvenience someone. Just ask for help. Look for that community. And then when you see another mom who might be struggling, be that support system for them. Don't be just a get like a taker, be a giver as well. Make it this beautiful ebb and flow and balance of asking for help and also offering help whenever you're able to. So asking for help, it's totally acceptable. And I would completely 100% encourage that you do so. All right. The sixth thing that I learned in my first year of motherhood is to buy all of the gear. (laughs) Um, This is going to go with my seventh point. And both of these are centered around travel. And I believe I have a, a podcast episode about how to travel with your baby So if you want to hear more about my thoughts on this as well, um, go listen to that past podcast episode where I talk about how to travel with your baby. Um, But buy all of the gear. Like gear makes your life so much easier. I recognize that back like 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 500 years ago, 2000 years ago, they did not have the gear that we have today. And I have huge respect for all of the mothers of those time periods. But I also believe that you are uniquely equipped for the time that you are born into which means I am uniquely equipped to use all of the gear that is available to me in this day and age, which I am so thankful for. So buy the swing, buy the bouncer, buy the exercise gym, buy the backpack, buy the disposable diaper pails, like buy the gear because gear makes your life so much easier, especially if you're someone who naturally likes to multitask quite a bit and just kind of like sitting still all day, does it just doesn't bode well for you. That's how I am. The gear allows you to have your baby be happy while they're awake most of the time while you're able to continue doing things. It is 
a wonderful gift. <laughs> so thankful for all of the engineers and creative people who came up with all of the wonderful gear. Um, I have a blog post where I went through and I created a list of all of the items that were like winners in Beckley's first year of life. I'm going to link that blog, that blog post um, in the description of this episode, in the notes of this episode, so that if you want to see what gear we used in Beckley's First Life that we loved and would highly recommend, it's all going to be listed there. So go check out that blog post if you're interested in that. And then the last thing that I learned, well, not the actual last thing, but the last thing I'm going to mention in this podcast episode is that travel is easiest when they're youngest. (laughs) And this is something that I've realized as we've now traveled with Beckley several times and car trips on the plane. Um, We've done lots of trips with her. And again, go listen to that How to Travel with Your Baby podcast episode. It's just a couple back, I believe, um, because I go into more detail in that one about how to travel with your baby. Just take my word for it. It is so much easier to travel with a baby when they are youngest and it's safe to travel with them obviously but when they're at their youngest it is the easiest to travel with them and it is a great way to start building that foundation where they feel comfortable and you feel comfortable and it just gets a little bit more comfortable as you continue going so just take my word for it if you want to be traveling often with your baby start young Okay, so those are seven things that I learned in my first year of motherhood. Obviously, I learned a lot more than just those seven things, but I mean, I'm not going to mention all those things because we would be here for approximately a year (laughs) if I were to explain them all to you. Um, But I hope that these were helpful for you or at least um, encouraging or interesting. If it was a podcast episode that you enjoyed or was helpful to you, then leave a review it would be meeting the world to me if you left a review on this podcast. Um, it would really help to encourage the podcast algorithms to boost this to other listeners so that we can help as many people as possible. And also share this episode on Instagram. Um, take a screenshot of this episode page as you're listening to it. Share it to your stories on Instagram and tag me at Katie Lauren Graham and at your message mag. And I will be able to see that you were listening and sharing the excitement of you listening. That would make my day if you would do that. And thank you again so much for listening. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Have you ever felt like you're called to more in life? Do you desire to encourage others? Have you experienced a mess in life that you wish to share with others to help them grow and feel less alone? I created Your Message Mag for driven, encouraging, and servant-hearted people just like you. Your Message Mag is my new lifestyle magazine focused on bringing encouragement and inspiration into the lives of others through impactful storytelling and seasonal content. Each issue features guest writers with powerful, impactful stories to tell. Get ready to experience the first magazine you'll not only read cover to cover, but will also change your life. Subscribe to Your Message Mag at yourmessagemag.com. Again, go to yourmessagemag.com to get your first copy. The link is also in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Your Message Podcast. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast and leave a review if you haven't already. This really helps with encouraging the podcast apps to share this with other people to maximize our impact so we can help as many people as possible. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram. Make sure to tag me at Katie Lauren Graham so I can share in the excitement with you. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.